Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I'll be your host. And in this episode, we're going to tell you about uh, the Grand Destino Tower at Disney's Coronado Springs. I'm joined by our, at the table by our panel of experts, client services manager and iPad player. Hi. Kevin Close. Sorry. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi. Back in our production facility, we have our producer, Craig Williams. Did anyone else hear like a screeching cat or something? <laughs> no. Okay. It was my laugh. <laughs> and if you hear another voice in the studio, uh, associate producer Ryan O'Clavin is sitting in to, I don't know what, mock us and t- tell us where we're wrong, apparently. <coughs> um, as of July 9th, the Grand Destino Tower at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort has opened to guests, and we want to give you guys some information about what it has, what the resort's like, what the rooms are like, uh, pricing so that you can consider a vacation there and what it would take to plan your vacation to the new Grand Destino Tower. So a little bit of background. Um, what happened was this past week, Disney had an event. It had a media event and a sales event combined. They brought in um, people who were social media, uh, social influencers, and uh, as well as travel agencies to see the resort, experience some of the food, talk about um, the theming behind it so that we can now go out and talk to people about it. So this is not necessarily a review. First of all, we had very little time there and very little experience there, but also the fact that this was on Disney's dime. So I'm going to treat this more kind of an information gathering thing. However, I think we have to start with opinion because we have to talk of what we thought about the resort. So I'm going to let Craig start and tell us what was your first impression going up to the Grand Destino Tower? Walking, well... Driving up to it and stuff. I'm going to start really far back there. Uh, you know, I left my house. <laughs> yeah, I, left I can find my keys. The the time nine thirty. <laughs> the weather okay. Yeah. Uh, so I, I've been watching the progress of Grand Destino as it as it started out as a construction site and then quickly rose up. And and honestly, I was not impressed with it as it was making progress. I I was one of those people who's like, Oh, this is kind of an eyesore at this resort that I, I felt like was lush, tranquil, spread out, but still comforting in a way. And it just, it, something about it just didn't sit with me. And I, I will admit that it had been a while since I had actually been to Coronado Springs uh, to see the, the progress on it. So when I pulled up uh, the other day to, to stay at Grand Destino Tower for the night. That was my first time seeing it finished. And I think my jaw dropped as I, as I pulled up to it because just the finishing touches they put onto it, uh, it just, it exuded class from the outside. And then as you made your way inside, it just, it kept carrying through. It was classy, luxurious. Also, it felt transported, transportative. Sure. Sure, why not? We'll go with uh, that. It, because it's it's a really simple detail in a way. Uh, but you you walk in and you get this perception of this really clean, well designed uh, area. But then there's you you have on both sides of you these like it almost looked like Middle Eastern lamps. But I guess it's Spanish influenced as well too. So you feel like you really are moving to a 
just a complete different location than than where you, you are. You don't walk into sort of a front desk area. Yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. You, you're sort of greeted in a strange way. It reminds me of the Hard Rock mm-hmm. in that the Hard Rock kind of has this little transition area where okay, now I'm in a different place. That's what this did. And I agree with you 100%. And then you're drawn into the atrium, which is absolutely spectacular. Yeah. Two-story atrium with these grand pillars and um, fantastic atten- attention to detail. One of the things that I think people are going to notice is that it doesn't feel like a traditional check-in area. Uh, you don't have tons and tons of people standing behind desks waiting to check you in. One of the things that I found out was this resort is geared more towards uh, the idea that guests will now check in online before they arrive. And that when they arri- when you arrive, it would be less about the check-in experience as much about sort of finalizing those little details you need to do and then get you on your way. As a matter of fact, the cool thing was when I checked in, I don't know if this happened to you guys, um, a cast member came up to me and said, you know, well, how can I help you? I said, I'm checking in. She had an iPad. She sat me down at one of the little couches, which is mm-hmm. which are way too low, and <laughs> she proceeded to take my credit card right there with the iPad, do everything she had to do. She said, "Wait a minute." She went back. She got my magic band and came out and greeted me at the at the couch again. So there wasn't this stand behind a desk you're going to check it, in type it, of thing. It, it's a true concierge experience, and you'll notice that at the the check in area that it doesn't say like it, it does say check in. But it it makes sure that it puts out that it's a full concierge experience there. You can take care of anything you need besides the check-in. And if you need help with dining reservations, anything, it all takes place in this one area. So they really did. They, they wanted to kind of topple that over and make it about helping you throughout your entire stay, no matter what it is you need. And that's nice. We want to we want to emphasize too. This is a moderate resort. It falls in the moderate category. So even though we talk about concierge and we talk about these fancy things, it is still in the moderate resort category and falls in that price range. Um, something different. It's the only moderate resort with valet parking. So if you've got the need to valet park, uh, if not, there is ample parking throughout. There is a huge parking lot, lots of space, not far from the resort, which is something that I don't like. I don't like when you park in a parking lot and now you got to trudge across the parking lot to get to the resort. Everything seemed close by and easy to get to. Um, so you have checked in and you've got your stuff and you're ready to go. And this sort of uh, very, very different feel continues throughout the resort. And one of the things that got a lot of attention on social media for all of us, I think, were the elevator banks. Mm -hmm. The elevator banks got a lot of attention. And the idea is that you go up to a touchpad, you put in what floor you want to go to, it tells you which elevator to go to, the elevator opens, you go inside, and there are no buttons inside. So that takes you immediately to your floor. Well, not immediately. It takes you to your floor, and then you just get out. So it's not a conventional elevator. And there's been a great deal of talk about it. Oh, that seems confusing, or that seems silly. These are all over the place. Paradise Pier has the same system. Um, so this is not unusual. There are elevators like this everywhere. It's just a matter of getting used to it. Yeah. And yeah. It, they, they make it a little easy for you, too, uh, that even if you, you kind of get kind of confused about, okay, well, if three different people press numbers at the same time and it's saying different elevators going to where, uh, before you go to get on your elevator, uh, just on the side, it will actually give you a listing of all the floors that it's going to stop at. So you know, okay, 
I'm looking at that. Okay, 10, that's my floor. I can get on that one. But then also the same thing goes with uh, if you if the elevator happens to open up on your floor while you want to go down, if it's not the days of where you can just walk in any elevator and just go to where you have to assign it. But that's where it's nice too having that, that visual on it saying, okay, well, I want to go to the lobby. You look at it. If it's supposed to stop at two, don't get on that elevator because you're going to get to two. And then you're going to say, well, guess I'm going to have to start over again. Now there's a couple of uh, visual indicators. The touchpad where you put in your number, your floor number actually will say there's six elevators, a through a, G. G. I had to do the counting. Good thing there weren't 11. And um, F. <laughs> all right, there we go. <laughs> We're smart. So, in addition to telling you go to B, on top of the elevator is the letter B, and a light lights up that tells you this is the elevator you're going to get into when it arrives. That's one indication, and as well as. Craig mentioned the side of the elevator has an LED with all the different floors it's going to. One of the things that someone was worried about was, well, what happens if everybody pushes F and we're not all going to fit? These are huge elevators. They're really, really big. They fit a lot of people. So I don't think that's going to be a problem either. So that's sort of part of the, you know, stretching out the coolness of this hotel and that that's another different thing that they've offered. Um, The fact that it's a tower is very different for that side of Disney property. You go to that side of Disney property and it's all of the sprawling resorts. This is the tower that's over there and it makes a statement. You can see it from Disney property, from a a multiple place on Disney property. So we had a chance to stay in a quote unquote standard room. And I'm using that term in the fact that there are 545 rooms at this resort, 50 of which are suites and the rest are the same size, 375 square feet. So that's what I'm considering, quote, unquote, standard. There are different views. We'll change the uh, resort option. We'll change the price of your room as well as configuration. You can get two queen beds or you can get a king bed, and that will change the price of your hotel. But I'm saying that 375 square foot room, I'm saying, quote, unquote, is a standard room. One of the things about this hotel is of those standard rooms, they only sleep four people, four people maximum. There's no pullout couch. There's no place for a fifth person in that room. So take that into account, staying at this hotel. If you stay in one of the suites, not all suites sleep multiple people. Some suites sleep two people because it might be a one bedroom. Um, the biggest suite that I, that I had a chance to go through was the presidential suite. Very cool, very impressive, but all told, it slept six people. It was a two-bedroom, two-bath with a, a dining room table that sat eight people and a full living room. It was absolutely gorgeous. Uh, I'll get you some pictures of it so you can put them up. Absolutely gorgeous room, but there's a king bed in the one bedroom, and then there's two queens in the other bedroom. So, you know... Six people in a – this is a very expensive room. I think I have the pricing for that room. So keep that into account. You know, you're not going to get the bigger accommodations. Uh, the What I'm calling the quote-unquote standard room, 375 square feet, uh, sleeps four people. Starting price is $234 a night plus tax. It goes up from there depending on season, depending on view. And again, if you want to get a king bed versus two queen beds. The big room – that I got a chance to see was the presidential suite. This was 
1,875 square feet, sleep six, and this started at $1,365 a night. I always love when hotel rooms have more square footage than my house. There you go. It says a lot of people said that when they walked into the room. Holy smokes, this is bigger than my home. Um, I don't remember what the Grand Villa Adelani has, but this felt smaller than the Grand Villa Adelani. I don't know what the square footage is, but yeah. it's a three-bedroom, and it sleeps like 12 people. Yeah, there's a big difference there. The other um, more common suite is what they're calling a deluxe room, a deluxe tower room. They can have one king bed and one queen sofa, uh, sofa sleeper and sleeps four, starting at $973 a night. Pretty room. We got a chance to see it. It's very nice. It's considered like a one-bedroom with a pull-out sofa sleeper. Let's talk about the standard, quote-unquote, room that we had a chance to stay in. Greg, I'll let you go for that. I, I think it I, – I, the best way to for me to describe it is a mixture of uh, comfort as well as uh, – I don't know the best way to put it now. I should have stopped and uh, thought about it a little bit before. Uh, kind of like utilization in a way. So uh, for me, this is where I see it as a perfect convention or hotel, which makes sense because you have the convention center at Coronado Springs there. But uh, the beds are, are definitely comfortable. Like it's it's deluxe style beds. So when you're ready to go to sleep at night, you don't have any problems. You can you can drift away quickly. But then uh, like all the other rooms at Coronado, all the refurbed ones, it's got this giant long desk that serves as part desk, uh, part storage space, part uh, place for your Keurig coffee machine and and everything else but like i when i i was staying there yesterday obviously i'm able to spread out everything and i had my full workstation set up so it was nice that i could kind of go back and forth between okay right now i am i'm working and then i can also relax and and beyond that the rooms are i it's my kind of style. I like the hardwood floors that they have running throughout it. I like the clean colors that's not overly bright overly flashy uh it's got a calming feel to it and they're just they're so big i uh, 375 might not seem like that much but they but, felt really yeah. big that's I a agree big hotel room yeah. it's a big hotel but they felt the way they have it styled and the way they have the furniture place it felt bigger again uh subtle luxury is how i would describe it for folks who are interested uh it has a refrigerator has a mini refrigerator in it and Craig mentioned Keurig Coffee Maker. That's going to be going into all moderate resorts coming soon, but they're starting here at Coronado. It sounds like the kind of hotel room we would like. We would be very comfortable in it. I want to also point talk to storage. In that big, long desk, three very, very long drawers that were deep for clothing. There's a table between the two queen beds. Again, three very deep, long drawers for clothing. A big anwar. I think it was like eight feet tall because mm-hmm. I had to reach up to see what was on yeah. that top shelf, which was like uh, an iron. And bedding. And bedding. But a big anwar for you to put your stuff in and hang up clothes up in that it has a safe as well in the anwar. Beautiful bathrooms, uh, well done, well equipped. Uh, Stand up showers with a rainforest head, rain head, rain shower head in it. And. Um, the typical Disney now new amenities in the reusable bottles in the shower. 
So these are things that people want in a about the pump, the pumps, not right? actual bottles, not actual. Well, they are bottles that are sitting, right, in but the you're wall. not taking them home with Correct. you. That are that people would then pump the stuff out and they fill them back up. And also for storage, they have the this standard that Disney has adopted as well. Now with all the refurbs, they have the beds that are sitting uh, higher up so you can get all of your luggage and potentially uh, children under the bed. Too, <laughs> there you go. If you want to get that yeah. fifth person in the room, <laughs> right in that Samsonite. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a great thing because what happens is in other hotels, we wind up jockeying the luggage. Let's nest nesting them. them right. right. Put them in the closet and things like that. This way, everything goes under the bed. You don't have to worry about it and you have room for all out your sight, other stuff. Out of mind. It's a beautiful, beautiful resort. Again, I, I thought it was fantastic. Um, I've got... Oh, Sorry, with the rooms, I forgot too, and we forgot when we talked about this uh, earlier in the week on the Disney World edition, the TVs are the first smart TVs that they have at the resort. So it now when you walk into the room, instead of being greeted by that normal Disney loop that you know and love, uh, it's right away, it's customized with your family name up on the screen. And from there, you can uh, you can use their smart guide that they have to go through all the channels. You can watch on-demand movies that they have available for you, as well as uh, good night stories for the, the little ones out there. Uh, you can see your photo pass on it. You can view all of your plans. You like, can look at your yeah. memory maker on it, which is I think is unbelievable. And then you can also uh, connect to your smart device. So if you wanted to play something off your iPad on the screen yeah. or off your phone on the screen, you can cast to it. So very cool. The first generation of new TVs that will eventually go into all the resorts starting at Coronado. If you want to see them, there's a great way to get a chance to very see cool. them. I'm glad you mentioned yeah. that because I wanted to make sure we brought that up. Um, one of the things I want to mention for guests staying at this resort, you have a regular bus service like you would to the resorts scheduled bus service um it's right outside the resort it wasn't a far place to get to it if you wanted to go to coronado and take care of and take advantage of any of the things at the uh, casitas area or the other buildings there is a covered not even covered it's an internal hallway that connects the tower to that area of the hotel so let's say you want to go over to the fast food location you could do that and uh, all inside, all air conditioned, so you don't even have to go outside. One of the negatives about this resort is it does not have its own pool. Kind of disappointing because then it is a little bit of a trek over to the other pool. Not horrible, but still kind of inconvenient. Yeah, you and I talked about this. I I think it's only a matter of time before they they eventually try to add on a pool too. Uh, you know, that you're still very close to the one casitas areas, uh, and, just and they don't know what to call that. Buildings. Like, yeah. we, we were there, and there was people like, "Well, we don't. We call it the main pool area because apparently it's changed." Well, names I think it's going to decide a lot of that's going to be decided on how this resort tends to work out. If it turns out to be that it's a lot of convention business, I would assume you might not get a pool. It's and that's that's where you have to look at the issue of who's it actually for. But um, that's uh, I it just that's the one thing it did feel like it lacked. That if I am if I am there, even if it's in a convention sense, there are there's two bars, so you have that luxury. You have one restaurant, but even now and then, like when we go on work trips and stuff. I don't like going into swimming pools, but a lot of times I like hanging out in 
the pool areas and having to go to the Aztec pool it's not it's not super far away it's it's about the same if you were going from the regular lobby at Coronado Springs to the pool it hasn't really changed in that but uh, it just I don't something about the luxury of Grand Destino Tower feels like it should also yeah, have a pool. pool that is the same sense and style of that building there's a fitness center right yeah. in Grand Destino Tower so you don't have to go all the way over to the the fitness center at Coronado Springs and uh, it, a huge, huge huge fitness center open but, 24 hours yeah, with your room key your magic band but yeah it's like the first time we saw it it was just kind of one of those ones where you stumble onto it and it's like well I didn't realize it was there and there it is all right i think what i'm i'm getting at is there's no fast food location here there's no grab no. and go there's no i need to just get you know a muffin or a something in the morning you would have to go over to coronado the other building for that however you mentioned there's a bar talk about the bar on the lower level on the lower level you have the barcelona lounge and it is essentially the entire lower lobby area is just this bar and it's like everything in the hotel it's just absolutely beautiful however it's the bar but i think it's a really cool hangout spot oh like i don't think it's like i can't bring my kids there because it's a bar it's like the bar is very far very far off to the back and then there's long tables and there's low chairs there's a lot of places for families to hang out and i I have a feeling a lot of times there's going to be a lot of bar flies at that bar it's uh very long lots of seats uh a nice feature that i love at any bar they have hooks under the the bar top so you can hang all your stuff yes but purses backpacks uh fanny packs whatever have you and panty packs fanny uh bum bags ab satches all of them and then they also have the charging ports so uh, you have your regular outlet as well as usbs yes so for the people who say uh i'm working drinking right they can charge your equipment (laughs) and Check your uh, check your Instagram yeah. for how many likes you got. Exactly, but uh, it's a very cool space, awesome yeah. space. And again, we're talking about uh, a very differently themed hotel. We didn't really get into the theming so much, but again, this sort of Brazil it sounds very Barcelona, adult. Barcelona. It's adult, but it's still fun. Yeah. I don't know how to st- I don't know how to better. To, to say it any better than that, it's not overtly Disney. It's not characters. It's not giant bright colors, but it's still Disney. In fact, that it's looking at the details and putting together a beautiful theme. Well, and this is actually the Barcelona lounge area in the lower lobby. This is one place where you do get the Disney connection at this ho- uh, at this entire hotel because uh, there's two murals that are in this area. The one mural is of Walt and then Mickey, and then right directly across on the other side is a it's um the dahlia that connects it to destino and salvador dali so uh the hotel is based off of destino in a way with all the other spanish influences that john's been mentioning it, but this is where it kind of combines those two ideas together so well the the rest of the hotel you just get these small little touches this is the one place where it does hit you right up front that even though it is classy and you could expect this hotel in any big city this is still disney right here i agree so we talked about the rooms we love the rooms there's other options for rooms including uh club level i had a chance to look into had a chance to be in the uh concierge area the club area beautiful beautiful location uh again it is on the i keep i have no idea a 16th, 18th, 19th. 
16 is the top floor. So, so it's on the 18th or 19th? It's on some other floor. Because, again, the sign was weird. It had a lot of the same numbers on it. So very high up on the in the hotel itself. Beautiful, beautiful view. The whole wall, one whole side of this lounge was windows. And you can see Galaxy's Edge. And you can see all of that area of the studios. Very cool. Uh, very much a full-service concierge club level in that it would have snacks during the day, um, drinks in the evening, and it has people there to help you and make your park experience and make your uh, your fast passes and help you with all of that. Some, some person asked, does it have the same club-level amenities as a deluxe? Uh, no one could answer that for me, but it seemed like there were a great deal of club amenities. Uh, one of the things that they were doing was this big thing about candy, that they'll have candy out all the time. This was some sort of big deal for some reason. They wanted to point this out to us. It looked very nice. It was very colorful and very cool. I didn't really get the connection of the club level and the candy. I think it was something they were trying out. So, again, you know, a great place to stay, great uh, option for folks. I'm trying to figure out there was something else I wanted to add. Oh, we need to go out to the restaurant. Yes. So, go ahead. You talk about the restaurant. Okay. Well, the main restaurant there is Toledo, and that is a it is a tapas, steak, and seafood restaurant sitting up there on the 16th floor with uh, great views uh, on both sides of the building. Big glass windows, plenty of to see. Whether you're looking for theme parks, forests, whatever, uh, just lots. But the inside of the restaurant itself is just just stunning. Like I walked in, and there's two trees just sitting right in the middle and i was like oh trees were a choice and but then about like 30 seconds into it i'm like no this place is is designed perfectly right. uh, this is actually i believe i don't know if it's for a fact i didn't speak to the designer but it, it feels to me like it was themed after the church in barcelona sagrada familia very much sagrada familiar familia i know i keep doing that all the time it's got a stained glass ceiling mm-hmm. with a a graduating color so that reminds me of the sides the stained glass they're putting in and again the trees are representative of the pillars in the church that are tree-like mm-hmm. so it had that sort of feel to it that okay i can see where the nod to that architecture that sort of gaudy architecture uh would come from both sides of the restaurant are glass beautiful beautiful views from this I can't restaurant. wait to see it unbelievable great ironwork again it's got this sort of gaudy sort of spanish catalan feel to it very very cool uh uh aesthetic and plenty of manchego cheese yes There's nothing wrong with There's that nothing wrong with that <laughs> i ate my weight in it um we had a chance to do some food sampling as part of our event um, I've said this before. It's hard to really review something based on that. They're at their best. It's small portions. It's a small amount of guests. Every manager in the world is there. Yes. And you've got people constantly bringing you more food and more things. Some of the things that were a standout for me. Did you try the vegan crab cake? I, I did. I was very surprised by that. It was uh, it's like, holy yeah. smokes, this is good. Plant-based made out of heart of palms yeah. instead of obviously crab. And it, the texture was right on. The taste was actually very close as well, too. So I, you, I, if they didn't tell me, I, I would have been I would never surprised. Really known. Yeah. That a scallop came along with a scallop dish. Um, they had a it was a lot of it was showing off their tapas so they were slicing uh, spanish prosciutto 
They had the cheeses out. They had warm olives, uh, chorizo. Yeah. Everything was very delicious and very flavorful. Yep. But again, you know, this is a concentrated environment where they are trying to impress people. So I think we got to give it some time before we can really. Yeah. And I, I was, while I thought most of it was actually enjoyable, there were a couple things that I flat out I didn't care for. The boiled and, potato? Uh, the boiled potato, <laughs> I actually didn't mind because I liked the spicy sauce on it. It was the one thing that I didn't like. There was a little, uh, it was like mussels in kind of like a mustard sauce yeah, sitting on top of a little. Uh, piece of bread and i was like oh this is uh i like mussels i just don't like how this is working together so they came along with this boiled potato on a toothpick and it had no flavor except for the sauce so that was kind of an odd yeah it was weird it's a potato yeah the potato is the vehicle for every other flavor all right you always take their side i do I'm always on the potato side. You're always on the potato side. Across from Toledo is a lounge. Yeah, Dahlia. Dahlia Lounge. So this is uh, this is going to be the go-to uh, nighttime hotspot, in my opinion, because, uh, once again, it has these spectacular views. Not not 360 uh, like, like you can get out of Toledo. This is only looking towards one way. But uh, when you're sitting on the outdoor portion, because there is an inside and outdoor portion, when you're outdoors, you can see all of Epcot. All of Epcot, as long as you position yourself correctly, you can see all of Hollywood Studios, Swan and Dolphin, that entire area, all the way to Blizzard Beach, and even slightly get a view of Animal Kingdom in there, too. I mean, you have just an unreal view where you'll be able to see nighttime entertainment but even inside the bar too it, it just it takes that destino inspiration and it showcases whether it's photos of salvador dolly and walt disney together on the walls or or like just in the design that they have they have the dahlia's hair running all along the top and the bell-shaped formations throughout like it's just it is one of those bars that you walk in if you don't know anything about it You'll say, oh, this is pretty, but if you know the story, it's like you'll just start picking all this stuff out Somebody, instantly. One of the folks on the sales team said, we suggest you tell your guests to Google Destino. It's a short film. It's not very long, so you'll be able to watch it. Um, you should find it on YouTube now. Get a chance to go and look at it before you visit this resort so you can see the connection and all of the little touches. just do a little research on the Dolly Disney connection. Yeah. For sure. I uh, want to go back to Toledo. Toledo, for folks staying on a dining plan, is one di- uh, dinner credit, one dining credit, which seems like a really good deal to me when you look at some of the prices of their steaks. I mean, this is a pretty expensive restaurant when you get into the entree portion. So we'll see if that remains, but we're not quite sure. And, you know, I'm going to – I don't know what their policy is going to be or how is it going to be, but I think people are going to be – uh, planning their dinners around fireworks yeah. for this space. So I think it's going to be very, very popular. Um, was it you who said that this will be the the kind of California grill of, of this resort? I think so. And I yeah. think what they're going to run into is I think they're going to run into people making dinner reservations at 6 o'clock and hanging out. Yeah. How are they going to turn those tables and move people out? So that's going to be something they'll have to work out. You just have to suggest to them to walk down to the Dahlia Lounge and grab a seat and block, watch the fireworks and such from there. I also heard from one of the folks, and I don't know if this is true or not. This might not be the final decision, but that there will be no food in in the Dahlia. Like you can't order off of the Toledo menu. 
in there. Did you hear the opposite of that? No, you cannot order off Toledo. There are like six or seven small plate gotcha. options. Gotcha. So just there. available there. Yes. All right. And same thing sense. goes with uh, Barcelona Lounge on the on the lower lobby level. That also will have just a small amount of tapas, but uh, not not full blown meals. So if you, so. if you think, well, I'll go to Dahlia and I'll have a meal from Toledo, it's not going to happen for sure. Yeah, and that's I mean that's a big. That's a big kill spot, though, on a, on a convention hotel because that's a lot of a lot of people do like that. They, if they're sitting there, they want to just go up and eat at the bar by right. themselves. And you know that would be nice, but I can understand why they wouldn't do that. It would be it would be so popular for just that. And it doesn't really have. I mean, it's got some seating, but it's got mostly lounge seating. Yeah. So it yeah. doesn't really have the I'm going to sit and eat a steak type of seating in there um a lot of the questions that we're getting from folks is does it feel disney does it fit in do you think it's disney enough is this for families go ahead craig you give your opinion first and i'll tell you why you're wrong um no i i have said that i think this is primarily for conventioners and i i do stand by that in a way but that doesn't mean you can't still enjoy it and i think a lot of people will i think I, I think this is kind of this could be like a great millennial uh, spot in that way for for all those millennials that don't have kids yet and they want a cool uh, a cool surreal modern place to stay in. This is this is exactly that uh, in every way, shape, and form. It's got it's got awesome dining. It's got great bars with signature drinks. Uh, just plenty of choices. And really, then, if you don't like anything right at Grand Destino Tower, you can continue on through the rest of Coronado Springs and use all the other options, like the, the lake bar that they added just very recently, and then all the classics like Rick's and Maya Grill. It, there's just so much there. As for the Disney feel, I I like the simple touches of Disney. I, I'm at the point where I, I still love places like Polynesian that I feel like I'm transported away to a different place. But ultimately, I want some I want something that's clean, comfortable, and and feels just modern. And that's exactly what this is. I don't. I the only thing I would hint away from it not being perfect for families is the fact that you know you don't have the tubs in the showers so if your kid doesn't like showering then they're going to be taking some bathtub bowls uh bathtub uh you know what i want to say filling their suitcases with water and bathing the kids in their suitcases exactly so that's like that's the one downside to it so uh, it's that's why i would lean if you're definitely I, i would say without kids and on that like you know 22 23 and up I think that's that's the prime demographic for this hotel. I definitely think folks without kids will definitely enjoy it. I think that's a, a destination for them for sure with all the things that you said. I think what's going to happen is the price point is going to draw families in, especially when other resorts are full and they can't get into other moderates. This might be sort of almost like a last resort, no pun intended, option for that the last resort resort Resort, yep so they're going to go here for the price and the fact that there's it's available and they can get what they want and i think it's quickly going to become people's favorite for me the drawback in addition to the tubs is no pool at the tower i think that that's something that's going to scare off families as far as disney-ish it's dizzy to me in that it's completely themed this is not a half-done hotel they went all the way light fixtures and rugs and 
Well, don't you think that's true of the contemporary? I mean, the characters show up in the contemporary, but it's not. But you go to the, you go to that main concourse in the contemporary, and there's Chef Mickey's, and there's that uh, shopping. There's that store. It's it's still very very Disney, in my opinion. I mean, maybe not to you, but that's the way it feels to me. The contemporary still is very, very Disney character related. This is not as much Disney character related, but again, it's immersive. It's it's on the level of you know the Polynesian and how the Polynesian is immersive, but this is just a different place that you're being taken to. So again, I think it's going to be one of those things that gets discovered by families and will become a de- favorite destination for families. Very easy resort too. Um, one of the things we like to do, we like to go to Disney for meals and things like that, but we chose the easy we choose the easy path. You know, it's not easy for us to let's go to the Magic Kingdom for dinner one night. There's a lot of trudging involved in different forms of transportation. Several forms of transportation. Right. So something like this hotel, the fact that you can just drive up to it and park and go inside and either enjoy that bar or go up and have a meal, I think is going to be a draw for a lot of people. So I uh, want to do that. Anything else we want to add, Craig? Uh, not necessarily. Uh, the only the last thing I want to reinforce is that while while we kind of say like especially with the pool, they're like, oh, it would be great if it had a pool. Uh, the I, I feel like in some cases the tower is is closer to stuff like the Aztec pool than some of the other. Uh, regular rooms are at Coronado to like the pool area and such. So it's while it's while they make it out to be like, oh, this is a tower. This is a separate hotel inside this hotel. It really is still everything is so close by. It's it's just it's just it's really convenient. It's very convenient, whether whether you're talking about its proximity on property or just its place at Coronado Springs. It's it's easy. And it's really, in my opinion, I think we're going to see this now with Riviera, but in my opinion, I think it's the first time Disney has kind of said, we we need to take advantage of height. Yeah. I mean, they've always done the sprawling resorts. The fact that now these, the tower has height to it and gives you really, really great views. I think that's a, a completely different view of Disney. One of the cool things I liked was, in addition to what you could see, like Galaxy's Edge and, and Tower of Terror was what you couldn't see, meaning that there was great amounts of uh, space not yet developed at Disney. And I think you lose that ground level. You think, oh, you know, there's there's highways and there's um, resorts and there's theme parks. But seeing how much of Disney is actually green space, I thought was very cool. Yeah. It was a cool experience. So we, uh, I would like to encourage folks to try Grand Destino. Remember, there's no D. It's Grand Destino. And uh, see what you think for yourself. Go and check it out. I think you're going to enjoy it. I hope you guys decide to book a vacation there. If you do want to go to Grand Destino Tower and stay or any of the Disney resorts, please, please consider. Ooh. Ooh. Siri wants to take me there, apparently. Uh, If you consider that or any other Disney resort. Please, uh, we hope you consider Dreams Unlimited Travel, www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. You can write to any of us here. We will get you to an agent who can help you book your vacation. With that, thank you guys very much for helping out. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Craig. And thank you, everybody at home, for listening and watching. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation.